What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 200 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. Scott Sturman, Matt Deitch, what's going on, dude? And your dirt bags. Dirt you bags? Said, you said, what's up, guys? Did I? Yeah. I apologize. You freaking <laughs> dirt bags. They're big time dirt bags. Big now. time I dirt mean, bags. 200 episode of dirt bagging. Yeah. So. Yep. And uh, if you are just tuning in for the first time and you are wondering why the world. Uh, I haven't even been listening to this show for a whole entire minute, and somebody's calling me a dirtbag. Uh, that is a badge of honor. You wear that. Uh, you you wear that uh, top dead center on the front of your shirt because uh, um, that that's is what the listeners, yeah, have decided to call they themselves. Chose many yep. episodes ago, that that's what they wanted. So. Yep, and and we can officially say many episodes ago, like four years, two hundred episodes. Holy that's moly, just crazy! It is. I mean, when, when you sit there and you just kind of start thinking about it, it's just like, I, I mean, we just do it every week and when we can and stuff like that. Yep. And it's just kind of, you know, it, I, it doesn't seem like it's been that many episodes to tell you the truth. No, sometimes. And then sometimes, right. sometimes it's like, God it's like, dang it, <laughs> has this been 44 years? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, it was, it's uh, uh, pretty incredible. Pretty incredible, no doubt about it. And uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show. Uh, That's right. But first off, uh, we got to uh, give a shout out to our good buddies over at the Dakota Angler Bait Shop in Sioux Falls uh, up there. Right uh, on Benson Road. Benson Road. And yeah. uh, I actually got an email today from Dakota Angler. Uh, Ooh. Last minute gift guide for those of oh, you that. Here uh, we go. Uh, for those of you ladies out there that need to quick uh, get uh, get your husband a little something before uh, Christmas. Or and, uh, if you're yeah. one of those guys that wants to get your wife something, uh, uh. and then you can turn around and use it. Uh, They've actually they put together a nice email. Uh, gifts under 150, gifts under 100, gifts under 50, and gifts under 25. And uh, then they have a priceless one, right? I'm priceless. Sure that's, that's yes. probably an autographed picture of Todd. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> and, and he's showing some skin. Let's just say he's showing some skin. But just in uh, his catcher's gear. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> but uh, they've got a lot of uh, thirteen fishing combos down in the twenty four ninety nine, nineteen ninety nine. Uh, you know, of course, a lot of uh, uh, a lot of uh, jigs and whatnot. You know, obviously in the five dollar range. Um, but don't you know, you guys? Uh, obviously. Uh, um, 13 Fishing does not sponsor this show. 13 Fishing, uh, uh, you know, I'm n neither of us are affiliated with them or anything. But uh, I, I really still think that 13 Fishing is one of those brands that really makes some good entry-level gear for sure. You know, yeah. and obviously they've right. got some higher-end stuff too. But, yeah, they, I mean, uh, you and I have fished a lot of 13 yes, Fishing stuff over very the years, afford Matt. Very affordable stuff. It is. And, and uh yeah, it's very durable stuff too. So yep, and uh, you know you, a lot of combos. Uh, you know, thirty four ninety nine, thirty nine ninety nine, forty four ninety nine, nineteen ninety nine. I mean, and and obviously the twenty dollar combo. Uh, you, you're you're not getting elite stuff, but I will guarantee you that for thirty nine ninety nine, there ain't a whole lot that you're not going to tackle with that combo. Oh no, not at all. And I mean, uh, and like they always say, I mean, the fish are down there and they don't care what you're running for gear and stuff like that and, and yeah that way you can pick up a few of them that way you can have a few different setups and if i mean if you break the tip on a rod right you, you, really you're not, you're not crying about it no. i mean don't get me wrong if, if you've got the money and uh uh you know 150 dollar uh just rod have at it man like i mean i i'm 
I mean, both of us have uh, some higher end stuff, but uh, I don't know. You still can't go go wrong for those combos in the you know in the forty dollar range. No, not at all. I mean, and it's pretty cool that they send out an email. Yeah, kind of letting you know like what they all have. Well, I I went and looked again the other day. They got those Akuma Simar, uh, um, just reels thirty five dollars. Fluger Tryons thirty five dollars. Um, you know they've got uh, they've got the Catula traction uh, spikes. Uh, oh yeah. That, uh, they, those are are something that everyone should really think about if you don't have something like that. Uh, Clam Rise uh, coats, 150 bucks. Oh, Clam wow. Rise uh, float bibs, 150 bucks. Um, that's a that's a smoking hot deal right there. Uh, they got uh, the Striker and Eskimo rod lockers. They got the Heat Hogs. I don't know. They got a lot of stuff going on. Elliot rods. Um, so if if you uh, if if you need something last minute, get over there to Dakota Angler. And uh, if you don't need anything last minute and you just want to go and spend some of that money that you got, you know, in your stocking or whatever, I would also recommend going to Dakota Angler. There's no doubt about it. I swung in there the other day. You did. You yeah, did. Yeah. And uh, I'm telling you right now, they their their shelves are full. They have a lot of stuff in there. Um, a lot of great prices. Uh, if you look around, they have a lot of stuff on sale. Oh, really? Yeah, they got a lot of sale items on there marked down. You know, like maybe. It's not a hot market up there for them. Like I've, I got some one pound Berkeley micro ice fishing line for a dollar. Well, I mean, beat that. right. I mean, they had a couple spools up there. And Any it's cheaper like, well, than that. And they're paying you to take it. Well, exactly right. And you know, when I was up there Christmas shopping for my nephew and you know, kids don't care like what jig you get them. No doubt. They, they care about what, how many there are. Nice. So it's just I like, like I saw yeah. a bunch of them for like a dollar or a dollar fifty on the rack, and it's just like, well, he's getting a couple of each one of these, yep. you know, and stuff yep. like that. Because I could give him a jig, like, like a three dollar jig, and it's just like, oh, I only got a couple jigs. But you give him, you know, eight or nine of them, and he's like, oh, oh this hell, is, yeah. it's like he doesn't care which ones they are. It, it's, so. it's like the money thing, really. <laughs> right. I mean, if you give some kid five nickels, they're like, okay, yeah. you. <laughs> One dollar? Nah, I'll take the five nickels. The screwing up, pal. So, I mean, if you walk around, you have find some stuff. I think when I was in there, there's actually a guy that asked the kid that was working if they had like those Acme Hyper Glides or whatever they're called, Hyper Rattles. And he said that he drove all the way from Rapid City because he couldn't find them anywhere out there. Holy shit! To get them, like, or maybe he was in town swinging through or something like that, and he couldn't find any out there. And this was the only place that he could find those so and he went over and grabbed the basket so it's like i don't know if they have any more left over there but it sounded like he was well, you should have went and play. got them because apparently <laughs> apparently those work i have never tried one but uh, apparently those work but yeah so uh, yeah, a lot of great stuff over there definitely swing in if you're in the area or shop online yeah no doubt and use the code dirtbag at checkout uh, and uh, help us all out Help out uh, Dakota Angler, help out us as the podcast, and help out, help yourself out because you're going to save some cash. So, yep. Um, Matt, uh, a little chilly outside. <laughs> it's a lot chilly. A outside. lot chilly. And it's not even a little chilly. It's a lot chilly. Well, I'm going to let you in on a secret right now. Uh, it is currently negative five here uh, outside of the Midwest Angler Podcast headquarters in Rock Rapids, Iowa. Inside the but, beat uh, lab. If you think that's bad, uh, why don't you take the short trip north up to Jamestown, North Dakota, where it is currently negative 18. Holy. Negative yeah. 18, you know, just, uh, you know, in I, that 
That that is that's officially crossed the line. Yeah, when that's that, officially crossed the when line. When it's that cold, you need to get some of them hand warmers and stick them in your pockets, um, pretty close to the inside of your thighs and stuff. Everything just to make sure all the equipment stays working properly. Fifty. <laughs> that's how many degrees less than freezing it is. Yeah, fifty freaking degrees. Yeah. Well, somebody the other day was dear just, lord, like. I can't remember who I was talking to. I don't know if it was you and I were talking. and Or somebody was like, yeah, I'm heading down to like Texas or Florida. They said, maybe it was at school, over break. And they're like, it is only supposed to be like 40 or 50 degrees down there. It's like, well, here it's going to be negative. Like it's supposed to be wind chill negative 40. So it's 100 degrees warmer down there. So don't complain, I said. <laughs> That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. But uh yeah, like I said, uh, right now in uh, in Rock Rapids, negative five. Uh, International Falls, negative ten. Jamestown, North Dakota, negative eighteen. Uh, Prairie Dew Chain, Wisconsin, three. Heat wave going on over there in Wisconsin. And uh, t-shirts and shorts. Deerfield, uh, Deerfield, South Dakota, uh, up there at Deerfield Lake, and currently nineteen degrees. Nineteen degrees, but they probably got like five feet of snow. Probably, but the fun part about this is uh, Thursday when we're going to get cold. Uh, guess what the high is? Thursday here in Rock Rapids, the uh, the high, negative eight. Don't cry for yourself because I'll tell you what. If you think that's bad, you ain't been to Deerfield on Thursday because you want to know what the high is on Deerfield on Thursday? What's that? Negative 18. Wow. The high. Negative freaking 18. That's crazy. That's cold. I don't, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you folks out there by Deerfield did, but God is God's punishing you. Like you, you don't be doing that. Don't be doing <laughs> no that anymore. About it. Don't be doing that anymore. I don't know what it was. Don't be doing it no more. But uh, yeah, it uh, it's cold. It's cold all the way across the ice belt. And uh, um, you know, obviously, right now, uh, the last couple days, I mean. We heard about a death up on Bitter Lake, a snowmobile going through, and and our thoughts and prayers out to that family and and those affected with that. But uh, um, golly, you can't help but to think after uh, after weather like what we're facing right now. I mean, start of next week, uh, it, the, there's not a place that shouldn't be at least walkable. Oh, yeah, exactly. Every place that was just capped over, or they're worried about the ice being somewhat kind of you know still pretty thin should be plenty of it because once that ice once it gets ice it makes it in a hurry and it especially should be. with yep. these temperatures i mean it's yep. gonna be snap crackling and popping out there like crazy yep and and we are supposed to be getting a uh, a pretty good amount of snow but i think a lot of wind is going to be with it too and uh the good thing about uh the wind uh if, if there is one good thing about it is uh it has a tendency to blow that snow off the lake yep. off the ice and uh, we can we can keep making good ice, but um, no, I don't know. It should be interesting. Uh, I'm not uh, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Yeah, neither am I. And uh, the drifting sucks because <laughs> not. So, hopefully, it blows the snow off the ice. But man, I went out pheasant hunting the other day, and there were some drifts when I was trying to walk. It was crazy. The one time I fell in like up to my crotch. Really, and I was like sitting there like like trying to get my boot out and all this stuff, get my legs going, and I couldn't get them out. They are like, stuck in there. I'm like, holy buckets. It's like, I'm going to have to call the dog over here to dig me out. <laughs> she's looking at me like, let's go. Yeah. And even her one time, she fell into some snow, and she's really? kind of sitting there trying to get out of it, and she was struggling a little bit, and it was just like, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you'd walk like, you know, 100 yards a little further down, and there's like no snow. 
Yep. Because, yeah. you know, how it is. Yeah, you just, just don't know just when, when it's blowing like that. Drifts up in one spot, so. Yep. Well, um, I guess uh, I guess we can start off uh, just, you know, episode 200. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, um, we we kind of, we, we posted a video this morning uh, calling out that it was uh, 200. Uh, our buddy uh, Scott Mockentoon, I uh, think he texted or called or did whatever. Uh, he had talked to me about it, talked to us about it a couple weeks ago. And, you know, it was just kind of one of those deals where it was like, yeah, that'd be sweet. But uh, um, I don't know that uh, it's really right for either of us to reach out to people and say, hey, will you make a video yeah. for our 200th episode? So uh, um, Scott said, well, I'll do it. So uh, he did. And uh, we got a lot of really cool, uh, you know, fun videos, um, you know, Craigie XL and uh, Jim Gerard, uh, Robbie Rembrandt, Rich Lindgren, Todd Todd, uh, Dan Hogue. Hogue, yep. Uh, uh, Scott Merwin. Scott Merwin. Who else are we um, missing? Brett Blumendahl. Brett Blumendahl, hometown guy. Uh, yep. Chad Lorith. Chad uh, Lorith. Dirt ball, dirt, and dirt ball bag. turned into a dirt bag. We were just Golly, go- we were just googins. We were just googins. Don Cox, Don we for- Cox on the blizzard. For- yeah, in the blizzard down on the Cox Ranch. How, how who else are we forgetting? I know we got to be forgetting somebody. Did you say Mockingtune himself? Well, I tried to forget him, but yeah, uh, whatever, whatever. Yeah, blah blah blah, whatever, blah, whatever. Blah, blah. Do, 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 do. But. uh I don't know. I'm sure we forgot one, and whoever it is, uh, apologize for that. But uh, that that video's up on our Facebook page, and uh, yeah, definitely um, check it out. You did a good job. I mean, well, I kind of did a good job, Matt. Uh, I got to work this morning at uh, 5 a.m. Uh, to quick edit that up before my work day started, and uh, I don't know what I was thinking at 5 a.m. I don't know if the coffee hadn't exactly kicked in. But uh, I suppose it was about 7.45 this morning, and uh, I started, uh, I, I just so happened to look at the... Uh, I know who you forgot. Mr. Hellabass. No, no, I oh, called said, him out. Oh, I you, called oh, him out. Rich the right. bitch, I Rich called him out. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I've got, I figured... We're, 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 we're talking about Rich here in a little bit yet. Oh, all right. But uh, um, no, we, uh, I... I was looking at it about 7:45, uh, probably an hour after we I had posted it, and uh, I have no clue what I was thinking. But I started that video off, and it in big, huge letters, five years. Well, five what the years. hell does that mean? Because we haven't been doing this podcast for five years. The video was for 200 episodes. I don't know. I don't know. That's what. That's where. Uh, that's where my mind was at 5 a.m. and. Uh, um, I don't know. No excuses. No excuses. I'll 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 be back better next time. But uh, um, whatever. Still a fun video, and uh, um, yeah, I appreciate the uh, the old Metro Mac for throwing it together. Yeah, that was really nice. It was kind of the it was fifth pretty, favorite Cox son. Yeah, exactly right. The third best. The third best fish biologist that's on the right, podcast. That's right. Is <laughs> so. I'm trying to think. Uh, we've we've had Hawkins. Who's the other fish biologist? No, you and I are the top two fish biologist oh yeah that makes more sense yeah that makes a lot more sense because we i mean we know more about fish biology than he does yeah well i don't have letters behind my name but i mean check the check the credentials look look at the data look at the data that's all all about it's all about the data i mean i mean we all know 
that uh, swim that salmon swim out to the ocean to spawn. I mean, and everything like that. That's it's science, and that's it's something biology, that we're into. Biology one hundred and one. Fish yep. love to spawn in the fall. <laughs> so, I mean, the ideal temperature for walleye spawn, spawn is usually around that. You know, 75, 60, 80 yeah, degrees. I was just going to say, the warmer, the better. Upper, they yeah, love it. They love that stuff in the yeah, in the mud and everything. So, yeah, I mean, he is the third best fish biologist on the podcast. Yep. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. But, uh, no, I would, I, I honestly, you know, we, we have a lot of fun on this show. But on a serious note, uh, um, I've, I've said it once and I'll say it again. Thanks to every single person, uh, you know, that, that's listened to an episode. Um, you know, I, I've said it once. I'll say it again. Uh, when when Matt and I started this podcast, uh, you know, we we hoped for twenty five listens a week, and and uh, you know, we've we've blown that out of the water, and and you know, we've had weeks where we're, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of of listens, and and it's it's just absolutely crazy. It it truly is. Um, this is a low budget deal. Uh, you know, it's uh, literally stuff that we bought on Amazon and, and threw together with the help of some YouTube videos and, and a guy here in town that, that knew what he was talking about. And, uh, um, I don't know, we've somehow made this fricking work and, uh, um, I don't know. We're just, we're just regular people. We're not, we're not professional fishermen. We're just regular fricking people that have regular jobs. And, and, uh, I don't know. I, I can't, I can't thank every single person enough. And, uh, you know, especially, uh, um, the people that have, that have helped us out, you know, obviously, uh, um, the biggest shout out goes to our buddy, Craig Oiler. Um, oh, yeah. it, it, it's truly incredible. The thing the the doors that Craig has opened up for us. And, uh, um, you know, I remember going out to my first ever hooked on hard water and I don't know, we were probably, well, we started in November and, and so, I mean, we're two and a half, three months into this podcast deal, probably 12 episodes. And, uh, we haven't really kicked together any real solid episodes at that <laughs> point yet. And, and he invited us out there and, you know, I mean, I'm introducing myself to people like, you know, yeah, you know, one of the hosts of the Midwest Angler podcast. And it's like, man, like, and, and, and not that this is still, you know, I mean, this is still not a spectacular show. Like it, it's not the meat eater podcast. It's not Joe Rogan, but, uh, you know, it, it is, it's us. And, uh, um, I don't know. We've come a long ways and, and especially, uh, the help from, from Craig, Craig, you know, mock and tune, uh, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of people, Thane Jensen, uh, you know, as, as you know, these people send us, send us text messages like, Hey, I think you should, uh, uh, you know, talk to so-and-so like, Oh yeah. You know, I, I'll have to try to get a hold of him, you know, through Facebook messenger and, and all right. of a sudden next thing, you know, there's a number over a text message and Hey, I talked to him. He said, he's good to go. Just shoot yep. him a text this yeah. afternoon. Holy moly. Like, Well, that just got real, really fast. And, uh, um, I don't know it, uh, uh, you know, once, once they, you know, talked us into talking to a few people, then, you know, it, it it's, it's easier to keep that snowball rolling. And, um, yeah. I don't know, we, we've That's really sure. got to, Give a hats off to a lot of people, but uh, especially especially those guys and uh, especially yeah. to you dirtbags. Yeah, that's true. Because no you guys are the ones that kind of keep us going with it, and uh, I mean, it gives us an excuse to tell our wives that hey, you know, we. I mean, 
it keeps growing, so we got to just keep doing this. You know? I mean, ladies know so. what it's like when it's growing. I mean, you gotta... <laughs> not in this weather. No, but, <laughs> but, uh, but no, it's just like, hey, hey, we gotta, we gotta do this. We, yep. we got, we got the dirt bags. I mean, well, they want to hear an episode. They're really getting after us about not getting an episode. That's out, right. So. But you know, I mean, honestly, if if there was only seventeen listeners, you know, it, we'd still it, just be talking the way that we're talking so. i don't know that we'd be doing you know we wouldn't right. probably be doing it right. anymore well, no but, we'd uh, be talking without these in front of us we'd, right we'd still be talking about this stuff but uh, right and we'd probably get to go do more fun stuff because we wouldn't be taking up one one evening a week doing this but but it whatever is fun. yeah it is it is and uh, but blah 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 whatever whatever exactly exactly i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna do those tonight just it's to, fun i know it it's is fun kind of yeah, i mean keep it going <laughs> you know matt i've got to say thank you to you too though i mean I, I will say that you've always uh, done a spectacular job. Uh, you you know when you do this for four years, we've got stuff going on in life, and and you know I mean we we battled through COVID, we battled through me having a, a premature baby and and being in the NICU for sixty days, and and we've you know battled through a lot of different stuff, and you know, when, when life starts really throwing some stuff at you, it's, it's hard to sit down and decide like, you know what, I've got freaking stuff every single night for the next three weeks, but I'm also going to set aside two hours, right. you know, to try and do this. And, and you've always, you know, there's been weeks where it's like, God dang it. I just don't even want to record. And, you know, then I get that text message from you or, or I text you, we kind of talk about it and it's like, yep, you know, let's, and, and normally that funk lasts, you know, two weeks, and then all of a sudden you knock out just a spectacular episode, and it's like, oh, yeah, you know, we're right back in it. and and uh, But you, you've always done good, and uh, I think both of us obviously have done a good job at trying to be flexible, and, you know, it, it doesn't always work when you want it to work, and, and uh, when you got to get my schedule and your schedule and an angler schedule all lined up, Sometimes, you know, you it, it it's hard. It, it is. It really is. And I mean, like you said, we work well together with it and uh uh yeah, it's all about being flexible and trying to get it into our schedule, but and that's the thing about it though too is that like you said, sometimes you just kind of get into a funk and you're just like, "Ah, oh, you don't know." It seems like if I'm that way, like if I'm feeling like, "Man, you know, kind of tough to record you're like oh dude we got a good one yep, so it's like I think, all right so i think it gets that's it. how it goes and then all of a sudden it's like you're kind of in that like oh man all right but it's like hey let's do this what do you think about this and all of a sudden you know the wheels get turning i mean we're texting each other almost daily about right, stuff right. or you and eric and i or you know we got our bass fishes group with jeremy k and Stu and craig and all yep. of a sudden somebody will you know share something to us like you said earlier and be like hey guys like what do you think of this? And you know that the wheels start getting turning yep, and, yep. and all this stuff. And it, it kind of keeps us all, keeps us going with it. Uh, you know, you, you saying that about me, but I mean, you're the one that spent, you've invested a lot of time and money into this whole deal. And uh, you do a great job of talking, you know, leading the, the conversation. That's something you're very, very great at. I mean, you're one of those guys that, you're going to be one of the old guys sitting down at the coffee shop someday. If they don't have those anymore, you're going to make a coffee shop just Absolutely. so you can sit around and BS and do all that stuff. And it's kind of what this is for us. It's yep. kind of like our generation's version of a coffee, yep. a coffee, a little table, coffee 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 social. Yep. You know, you know, even though a lot of, we can't hear the guys, you know, like we interview somebody, they're talking with us. We don't have a big group of us talking 
and bouncing things off of each other. But when we get the episodes released and people listening to them, then that's kind of like where we get our feedback. They start bouncing off, saying stuff to us, and we're talking yep. back and forth. And it, it just kind of makes it, you know, valid that yep. we're still doing this after, you know, 200 episodes. So, yep. No, uh, it's, it's fun. And, uh, I don't know. It, uh, um, I don't know. I, it, at, at this point in time, it's still fun, and, and the day that it's not fun, I guess we'll we'll yeah, walk and away. We just, and, and we just come up. You know, sometimes people will come up with ideas, like Mockatoon said in his in his video. There, he's the one. All of a sudden, he's he's like, "Hey, we got to start doing the pronounce pronunciations of the names." You know, people kind of throw those into us, and sometimes it might be like, "Oh, yeah, that'd be kind of cool." Or what if we did this? You know, right. you and I talked, and we just kind of, you know, kind of turn a little bit or bend and do all that what they suggested or you and i will text each other back and forth i mean we did it today it's like hey what do you think about this i was watching espn at lunch and it was just like oh this would be kind of like let's do something like this yep. you know this would be fun and you're yep. just like well what about this and it's like oh yeah that's you know and that's the great thing about it like yep. i think that we'd work awesome together and you know, we're real willing to bounce ideas off of you. And the biggest thing is neither one of us get butthurt about something. If it's like, hey, you know, I don't just don't know if that really, like, would work and stuff. It's like, yeah, you know what? You do make great points. So well, and, and like, much, today so. you texted me about uh, what my f- favorite Christmas treat was. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, I don't know. You know, like, right. I mean, I can do f- I can do a bunch of different kinds of cookies. But, like, <laughs> I'm just not 100% sure. So I said, hey, what do you think about this? And you were like, yeah, no problem. And, and you know, some... Yeah, you you, you got to constantly be brainstorming. Yeah. Otherwise, you know that it, it it gets stagnant or whatever. You got to constantly be thinking outside of the box. But sometimes I'll I'll say something and you'll be like, ah, I don't know. And the more and more I think about it, it's like, yeah, I'm probably pretty happy that Matt kind of rated me in on that one. And uh, you know, whatever it uh, it is, what it is. But uh, um, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, and we're gonna keep it rolling. You bet. So. Uh, and um, you know, like you said, what it, like I'm not gonna ask you to rank, like obviously, like our guests and our shows that we did because I mean, with 200 of them, it's kind of hard to remember every single one and everything. But like, what are some highlights? If you thought of some, yeah. like just some highlights of what are some some of our past highlights from different episodes, so to say, or maybe things. This is kind of led into you know like doors opened and stuff like that well obviously um you know i i i i i love 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 interviewing these guys but uh you know the text messages leading up to uh some of these things are uh um you know the first time that i text jason mitchell yeah you know and, and he texts back and the first time you know that i talked to dave gens and he talks back and, you know, Brian bros doll. And, yep. and it's just like, holy shit, man. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll full on admit it. Like I'm a 34 year old, but I still fanboy a little bit. And, and uh, we all do, you know, I mean, you know, we went over to Ted Takasaki's house and, yeah, and we, went we went out to eat with him and his wife. Right, like, right. I mean, uh, uh, I mean, I've, I've literally sat in Dave Genz's kitchen and, uh, um, you know, watched him and Craig Euler play, play cribbage. And, you know, I've been you, out on watched the boat. Craig Euler lose to Dave. Gensen I'm sure I'm, I'm pretty sure he got his teeth kicked in, right. but, uh, I mean that, that just comes with the territory, but, uh, you know, I've been out on Gens's boat, you know, gone to clam pro day and, and, you know, 
walked through a buffet line right across from Keith Cavias, and it was like, well, that was badass, you know, and, and just, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I still, uh, um, I guess when, you know, I'm, I'm not going to run up to these people and ask for their autographs. Like I, I feel more comfortable, you know, whatever, but, uh, uh, you know, it was, it was four, four years ago, right. Four years ago. And, and, you know, I mean, if, if they would, if, if somebody would have told us four years ago, like, yeah, you know, this would be your list of guests. I mean, you look down our list of guests and it's like, holy moly, like that is pretty incredible. Like it, it really I mean, is. It, and, and like you said, just the, the communication between them up to the shows and even after the shows too, like you right. said, like, I mean, like some of these guys I have on Snapchat, you know, text messaging, like you said, you yep. know, you're like snapping back and forth and BSing with them. Like, I mean, I still haven't met a few of the guys like right. in person, right. but I feel like I know like all of them personally and kind of yep. know their story. And like when you do finally meet them, like when we're up at like shows and stuff like that, it's like, oh, hey, and it's not... It, it it's not like that awkwardness of finally meeting something yep. and like having to introduce yourself and you're kind of feeling each other out to see if you're like, Oh, what's this guy all about? You kind of know, right. Like through all that stuff too. And not only that, like, not only like, like the people we've interviewed, you know, just like different things that have happened. I mean, like the Don Cox killing a deer with a pocket knife story. <laughs> I mean, that's Those? Just, I just, I just love that. I just, you know, it has nothing to do with fishing. But it does, <laughs> and you know what I mean. You know, but but here's the thing: like those are the stories that I want to hear. Exactly. Like, I I mean I I know I know that there's a lot of people that tune into this show because they want to hear the technical side of fishing, and you know they they want to learn techniques and they want to you know try to hear some stuff that that they feel will give them an edge out on the lake the next time. Well, I, I, I mean, th- there is, there is definitely stuff that you can learn on a podcast, but, uh, to, to express techniques and, and l- real technical stuff through audio version is, is pretty damn it's, tough. It's tough. It's really, I tough. mean, you, you need, you need to be able to show them on a lot of right. things. And, and so that's where, you know, video is probably going to be your, your thing. If that's really what you're looking for. I, I mean, we can sit here and have a whole entire podcast for an hour where somebody's doing nothing but trying to tell you how to be a better fisherman. And and there's probably a few people that that's what they want. But for me personally, I want to hear dispatching of deers in ditches. <laughs> right. Like, I want to hear Craig Oiler falling through the ice. Yep. I want to hear... Well, we know, don't. I mean, we don't, Craig. We don't want to hear you falling through the ice, but I mean... Right, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, I I want to hear real stories, real wet. life stories. I mean, I want to, I want to hear, you know, cool things like Jason I mean, Mitchell having a saw in his boat. Exactly, <laughs> like you know, we we come together, all of us as fishermen. You know, Rich Lindgren who fishes three hundred and sixty six days a year, and uh, you know me that only fishes one. Right, but uh, and still what, catch almost just as much as he does. Well, I mean, you know, if if I wanted to sit there and launch if one, did the one pounder, yeah, exactly. Right. The quotient, I believe, is the word. But uh, you know, I mean, I can take a lot of pictures of the one pounders I catch off my parents' dock, and <laughs> and just post picture after picture after picture and say like, yeah, hella bluegill. But you know that that's not me. But cut you the know, top off of your hat. You know, 
I mean, I, I, I went and looked at how many views our video got today, and uh, I'll, I'll give you credit, it's probably Rich. The most, it's probably the most views he's ever gotten. It is the most views Rich has ever gotten, and so hats off to Rich. And and, and, and to quote you, Rich, uh, it, may, it since it's true, that that's what makes it the funniest. So, so really? <laughs> just taking your words, pal. Hey, Bassmaster.com, maybe you need to give us a call, you know. Hella bluegill. Hella bluegill. Hella pundit picks. No. <laughs> no. Um, but but, but that, what that's the great thing about it is that we can like give it's each fun, other. It's fun, man. Right. It's fun. Like well, we everybody knows it's all in good, yeah, good when, fun and when, stuff. When like Rich that. started talking about you know how how no one can can talk fishing like me and and right. I mean I went out on a boat two times last year <laughs> on a boat two times. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, 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 uh, you know, it, it becomes a little bit challenging because, because right. not a lot of people want to talk about dock fishing <laughs> for bluegills with my nephew with the Spider Man pole. That's right. <laughs> but, but it's a badass Spider Man pole. That's so. right. That's right. It's, yeah, yeah. I got it strung up with good stuff. <laughs> Power Pro. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it really, yeah, it's, this is what it's all about yep. is, you know, the entertainment part of it. I mean, Everybody, you can go onto YouTube and, like you said, find all these techniques-specific things. I mean, all that stuff is out there. But we want you guys to to be engaged, uh, to act, to feel like you're sitting on Scout's couch right over here underneath the the white tail and mule deer mounts. And Cox Ranch mule deer. That's right. And the fish mounts and duck mounts and just sitting here, you know, BSing with us. Yeah. And, like, was... you – like you, it's cool. The thing I love about it is how people – are comfortable enough that they can just, you know, send us a message and be like, Hey guys, you know, you know, I really appreciate it. Or what do you guys think about this? Or, you know, right. I'm looking at getting into ice fishing. What are, you know, some, some of the things I need to do or get. So like la- last year, take for instance, uh, uh, Tyler Hicks, our buddy, two picks Hicks, uh, past guest on the show, uh, comes to the Dakota Tornado Angler Tyler. Ice. Tornado Tyler, that's exactly right. That that thing's a twister. But, <laughs> Tyler the twister. twister. But, uh, you know, he comes to the Dakota Angler Ice Institute. I meet him there, shake his hand. First time I've ever met him. We've talked about him probably yep. on, on 25 episodes beforehand. So he goes over, introduces himself to, you know, Euler, the Coxes, whatever. And I think it was Don Cox goes, so how did you ever meet uh, Two Pick Six? Or, or how long have you known two pick six? I'm like, well, I just met him, you know, like four minutes. minutes before you. And like, that's the first time I ever oh, met him too. we go way back 10 minutes. Right. But, but you know, like I know, I know exactly what these guys are, are thinking because I used to listen to Bass Talk Live every yep. single week. I mean, for like five years straight, I listened to Bass Talk Live. And I felt like Mark Jeffries and Matt Pangrak should know who I am because I've listened to that, you know, their show every single week. Like, I feel like I know them. I feel like I know them. And I felt like if I would see them, that I could walk up and be like, hey, guys, Scott from Iowa. But the reality of it is they're going to look at me and be like, yeah, dude, no clue, no <laughs> yeah, clue. Right. And, you know, we have gotten, you know, there, there's a there's a good bunch of people now that uh, interact with the, the Facebook page enough or, or have emailed us and, and we've, we've uh, you know, talked to them at these shows or, you know, we run into them out fishing every once in a while to where – we we do somewhat know these yep. people, but you know the vast majority of 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 our listeners. I mean, we truly have no clue. Right. I mean, we we don't know who they are, and and you know you you get to listen to 
the you guys are listening to us every single week for you know some of you 200 episodes yeah. now and you know and multiple times on some of the episodes so. right like two picks hicks was way shorter than what i thought yeah, so did i like that's why he has to wear cowboy boots and a hat now yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> but like mark crumvita i believe that's how you spell his name like i don't know that i've talked to mark yet maybe i did at dakota angler institute Might two years have. ago right but this year i know he was in a hurry he walked by we waved, waved and, right. and whatever but uh you know that's that's somebody that i i feel i almost feel like i should know him right but i don't but he but he likes our stuff from time to time he, he leaves a comment you know jason kaup down in south carolina like I've I've messaged with him. I you know I he sent us turkey calls. Yeah, that's like one of the biggest yep. highlights of, yeah, of this that's podcast for, sure. for me. And jigs. <laughs> yep, yep. Now yep. I, that that turkey that call turkey that call was is, just so badass. That is so really badass. cool. But uh, is he in South Carolina or is he Georgia? He's Georgia. Tacoa, right? Georgia. Tacoa, Tacoa. Right, you're right. I don't Georgia. know why I thought that. Uh, once you get down to the southeast, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, Florida, Georgia, anything, South Carolina, anything line. south of the Mason Dixon line. That's I right. Don't know where that's that is? Right. <laughs> just, that just sounds like really cool. Yeah, as long as as long as there's a Publix in your state, Publix yep. supermarket, then then yeah, you're down there. But but no, it's I, I don't know. It just there's been a lot of cool highlights, and like you said, it's it's even more than just like the interviews and the people that we've got to interview. It's just like a lot of the stories that have come from it. Uh, a lot of the the fun pranks, like. Yeah. Like, well, you mentioned p- two picks Hicks when we called him on the trolling motor that time. That was, that was so <laughs> I hilarious. forgot about that. <laughs> that was, oh man! How long is your shaft? <laughs> anyway, so making it bigger. Oh so man! Good, but uh, 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 you know, we called we prank called our brothers at one time. That was yep, fun. I mean, that we was got cool. to, got to interview my grandpa up at his house yep. and everything. So I mean, it's it's just been an absolute blast of a ride and it's just going to keep on going and yeah thank you guys for helping us along that whole way yep you know i've i've, I've said it before but uh uh when when we started you and i just kind of wanted our spot in the fishing industry and uh um you know obviously we are still tiny 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 fish in in the huge pond but uh it's it's opened up some really cool doors for us and and uh you know it just i don't know it's it's been 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 freaking crazy it, it really has been so all right enough with that sappy bs uh, let, let's get yeah. let's get we'll back let, we'll let some dirt bags. okay take yeah, a second yeah. here put it on pause go get some tissues yep i know some of you guys probably have tissues beside you for other reasons Ooh, but easy uh, <laughs> easy easy <laughs> well they're dirt bags yeah so. exactly <laughs> we don't expect any more out of you guys come but, on well, they know how it goes off the rails yep so you had texted me today, Matt, uh, yep. and said that we would uh, make this a, a top five show. And by yeah, top I was, five I show... Was, like I said, I was watching ESPN, and every week they'd have Stephen A. Austin's you know, top five NFL teams of the week. Like, rank them, and who's the best five in the NFL this week and everything. And they always kind of get going with it, and they argue because that's what they do on, on that show. And yep. I thought, man, we need to make some top five lists, yeah. lists and different things for this time of the year. Yep. So uh, we came up with uh, top five ice fishing lures, which I think is fitting because last week uh, we we talked about the worst ice fishing lures, which I want to quick uh, talk about that. Uh, the three that we really came up with last week was the, uh, um, well, there was four. Matt, uh, you mentioned the Silky, uh, that you hadn't had a lot of success on it. I mentioned the Perch Talker, the Z-Viber, 
and uh, Ramrod had the the whistling bunghole. Was it? No. <laughs> well, yeah, he does. But <laughs> the rattling, the, no, the, what? The, the Lindy rattling flyer spoon. The ri- Lindy rattling flyer spoon, and. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That was, I meant that as a joke. I meant that as a joke. But that's, that's like, oh, we got to come up with a lure. It is, man. Like, I, you never know. I mean, are they talking fishing lures? Are they talking sex toys? Are they talking fireworks? Because any of these names could be all three. That's right. But uh, um, I, I would say uh, everybody agreed with me on the perch talker. Uh, sorry, but the the perch talker's garbage and, and uh, no, no spot for it. Um, the Z Viber, I, I really kind of, um, no one came to its defense, just, but there was a lot. Ryan of- Hale, he he did a little bit because he went out fishing on like his on a local pond or something like that, and he caught all of his fish on the Z Viber, and then somebody kind of tagged me into it, and I was just like, ah, oh, that just must be a Ryan stock tank that he has in the. Back. Ah, I think, I think Don, I think Don, Mister Don Cox, tagged me in it, and said, "It's yeah. it's that deal. You're on a farm pond. You you know them those fish. They would have freaking eaten anything. Right, well, and it's yeah, it's old hail. He you know. Well, I I'm all for could, it. I'm all for it not being anything, the worst. That's so. right. That's right. That's the best. That's the best fisherman this side of the miss. But uh, uh, I'm 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 not saying that it's it's terrible. I'm kind of saying that, but. Uh, um, I don't know. Not a ton of people came to its defense. Uh, there was a lot of people that just still said the jury is still out. Um, as far as your silky, I think that uh, uh, there was a lot of people that kind of came to the silky's defense. Oh, and uh, I knew there was. You're right, I, didn't, I didn't say that it was like, I didn't think it was like the you worst. Just I just per- hadn't personally had luck on it. I just personally hadn't had hardly any luck on it. Yep. It's much press and how much, you know, it was sold yep. out. You couldn't find There's people selling them for, you know, 12 Pretty, bucks a bag. I was yeah. going to say, it's just like, oh, okay. So, and I was like, oh, I just, I didn't have any luck on it. So, I haven't seen the success with it. So, yep. yeah. But then when it came to the rattle and flyer spoon, Ooh, uh, I told Ramrod, you, I, I think that. you were wrong. I think you were wrong on this one. I even will go as far as to say I read an article uh, this past week by Nicole Stone. Uh, I don't personally know Nicole Stone. Maybe she's not that good of a fisher lady. Uh, but, uh, um, she actually rated or, or put uh, the the rattle and flyer spoon in as the top bait for aggressive fish, and uh, there was a lot of people on the Facebook post that came back to their to the that uh, rattle and flyer spoon's defense. Uh, Ramrod, I think you might be wrong on this one. I yeah. think you might be wrong. I knew he was. Oh right, but I knew we, he was. Hey, you was, know what? I'm not even our ju- personal opinions. He probably the, that's know just the dirtbags having our back. Right, it was. They're like, oh, they're getting after Ramrod. Ramrod. Yep, I like it. I like it. I like it. You guys are quick learners, quick learners. But uh, uh, we we we're doing top five ice fishing lures, top five ice accessories, top five Christmas songs, and top five Christmas movies. So uh, I think we're going to do one of the top five fishing deals and then move into a Christmas deal, another top five uh, fishing deal, and then move into another Christmas uh, one. So I think we're just going to get it started off, uh, top five ice fishing lures. Uh, Matt, why don't you give me your number five? My number five. Are you? Did you do them in yes, order? Yes, I did. Yes, me yep. too. And I, I like that. And I had planned. We see. We didn't even talk about this. And I had planned on doing that. Starting with number five. So. When you uh, when you do two hundred episodes with somebody, right. you you get you you start thinking like them. Yep. All right. So without further ado, uh, top five ice fishing lures. Number five. Do 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 do. I'm just gonna go a plain old red octopus hook. 
with oh, you know with a minnow on it. But I mean, a, a red octopus hook down there is my go-to when okay. I when I have a dead stick out there, a bobber, and you know walleye fishing. If I'm jigging in one, I'm gonna put that just a plain red hook, red that octopus hook kinda, down there. Kinda, Kind of seems like vanilla ice cream, but I'll uh, it, I'll move along. I mean, I it's, it's hard to it's argue no with that. Trusty. It's hard to it's argue no with trusty. that. I'm gonna go with the uh, uh, Shucks Jigger Minnow, right. and I'm gonna go with that in gold or chrome. Um, I like those two colors, uh, and I like that all year round. Uh, my f- absolute favorite thing to jig off the dock with, but uh, I also like it uh, um, fish and pan fish. It it it's something that's a little bit bigger. Um, you know, I, I think uh, it's got a little bit more flash, but uh, obviously with that smaller hook on the bottom, I really like it out at uh, Hooked on Hard Water, um, you know, with those young kids. It, yep. it, you know, it's heavy enough that uh, you got a good feel on it. You can get down to the bottom fast. Um, but I don't know. I, I I still find myself even using that sometimes. So I'm going to go with the uh, Shucks Jigger Minnow. And for those of you guys that don't know, that's kind of a – it's like a pilkey, yeah. Yeah, a pilkey, uh, uh, speed spoon, whatever. Um, but uh, it's actually made by Bev Shuck. Um, her husband was Charlie Shuck, uh, kind of famous over in the Okaboji area, had the O Shucks bait and tackle uh, bait shop over there. And uh, Bev is still making those. Um, I've actually gotten the privilege of talking to her the last uh, couple ice shows that I've worked over there. Super nice lady, but uh, I prefer that in the gold or the chrome, anything with a little bit of flash. That's right. So, uh, number four. four. Um, My number four is the Buckshot Rattling Spoon. My number four is the uh, Super Glow Fire Tiger Rattling Buckshot. (laughs) Hey, great minds think alike. I like that. I like that. It's hard to argue with it. It is. I mean, you just can't go wrong with it. If I'm going to go target walleye, perch, anything like that, even an aggressive uh, crappie bite, stuff like that, and they come in different sizes, I just, I really like the Buckshot Rattling Spoon. I like it. All right, number three. Number three, I have the pinhead minnow. Pinhead minnow. The uh, regular, not the jointed. The regular pinhead minnow. Okay, that is under my honorable mention. All right. Um, I really had success on it late ice last year for crappies. Okay. And the Wonder Bread color and the Chartreuse Wonder Bread color uh, did really, I mean, I did really, really well on it. So yep, that, it kind of jumped up in there for me. That's uh, my honorable mention, but I have the uh, gold clam drop kick. All right, no, I, I like the uh, I like the drop kick. I like it in gold, especially, and uh, I also like the swirl black and black swirl. But uh, yeah, gold drop kick for me. All right, so now we're moving on to number two. Number two, I'm gonna go with the clam dingle drop. Clam dingle drop. I've got the clam leech flutter spoon. All right, I gold like, and red. Go. I really like the gold in the dingle drop. Okay, I really do. I have. Sometimes it seems like if I have like a finicky panfish bite. Like, I can really get the bluegills to kind of go on that. And, like, certain sp- places, uh, yeah, I just I just really like it. I don't know what that ball kind of hanging down. Yep. It just kind of is a Gives little bit Gives it a little something sh- extra. Right. A little and something different. So, and again, it's a confidence thing for me. So, that's yep. what I rock. And you said you had the leech flutter spoon. Yep. Clam leech flutter spoon, uh, gold and red is my, uh, that's, that's the ticket right there. All right. Um, number one. And my number one, I kind of have a, a tie for number one. Okay. I have, I know it's going to be your number one, um, the check eye jig. Absolutely. I use that a lot. Tied up there with the clam drop kick XL jig. Okay. Because sometimes 
like you know me, I like to fish plastics a lot. Yep. yep. And that um, drop XL has a little bit bigger hook on it, a little okay, bit longer yep, shank yep. kind of a hook on it, so you can kind of get plastics on it a little, little bit, bit better, bigger, nicer plastic, a little on bit there, bigger yep. profile and stuff like that. So that's kind of my two up there, and it's just I I think you and I are the same. I mean, we we rock uh, jigging spoons sometimes, but I think the majority of the time we're we're tungsten jig people. So. Yep. Yep, and that that's an Okaboji deal. I, I mean, for those people that have, have fished at Okaboji, uh, the the big stuff, um, you're probably going to get turned down over there in that clear water with those uh, finicky bluegills. But uh, um, the small tungsten jigs uh, always seem to work. Well, if if something's going to work, they're going to work. But uh, yeah, my number one, uh, obviously, anyone who's listened to this show uh, for any amount of time knows uh, the custom jigs and spins. Uh, check eye jig in the black uh, with the with the glow dots on it. Uh, I still 100% believe that that is the absolute best tungsten jig on the market, and I don't even. I'll be honest, I don't think it's close. <laughs> right. um, I mean, I, I love the clam swirl. I, I love the drop kick, whatever. But uh, um, if I truly, truly needed to uh, put a jig on my hook and my life was on the line to, to catch something, that, uh, that'd be it. Yeah. So, All right, uh, moving along. Uh, and, and I had honorable mention uh, the clam pinhead minnow. But uh, whatever, top five Christmas songs. Christmas songs. All right, you get to start at number five. All right, uh, I'm I'm probably going to go a little bit different than what you're expecting here, Matt. Uh, but uh, I was actually over at my son Grady's uh, um, holiday concert last night, and uh, those gals down there, uh, well, well, everyone was singing the Hallelujah chorus. Oh, yeah. and uh, you know, them the oh, girls yeah. would just keep singing higher and higher and higher, and pretty soon it's like son of a gun like something's got to give and i think it's going to be the light bulbs <laughs> and i mean but uh uh send i today on on you know at, at work i'll just kind of turn on the youtube or turn on some music and i turned on some of those hallelujah choruses and and uh you know you get down to some of those monster churches in some of the big cities and yep. you know i mean they can freaking built it out and god dang it i i like it i like it a lot it's hallelujah kinda, chorus it's and, kind of one and of you're those, supposed to stand right and it's it's, it's kind of one of those two that kind of listen to it by yourself like you can't listen to it with like a bunch of people around and stuff like that because it's kind of like all right but it's just like one of those when you're like in a chill mood and you're just like god this it, this bangs you know I christmas mean, music gets me kind of emotional it, it does i'm it not can. i'm not gonna lie to you like it can it, it uh it, it's it's good it's good to kind of have christmas uh you should probably have christmas more than once a year but uh just kind of kind of gives you that kick in the teeth and you know lets you know that uh um you know you, you're not quite as big in this world as what you really think and, uh, it humbles you know, a person i i think you know th- thanksgiving's one of those holidays that's really important to everyone too but i think uh you know now with black friday and everything like i think thanksgiving kind of gets mowed over it does. whereas christmas i really kind of feel like even the cities slow down and and you know i mean you might be traveling right. to family and whatnot but uh um you know i think Places aren't places aren't afraid to close shop on Christmas. They're not afraid to close Christmas. shop, and and I just think that everyone deep down knows, you know, this is a time to, this is a time to, you know, be thankful and be with family and and enjoy yourself. And I don't know, I just I like Christmas. I I, I uh, and I, I I'm I kind of like Christmas music. I I kind of like, I, 
don't know. Just get I like, emotional. I like Christmas music in between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Any oh, other for, time, it's not getting played. I'm that's a December 20 through December 26. Yeah, I, that's how not, often we can not, play it. Right. Okay, mine. I went a little bit different route on the first on the on the number five. Well, I got because I, I get kind of wild be, here because one of my I listen to all different types of music. Uh, I listen to Slipknot a lot. Whoa. Yep. And actually, uh, their lead singer Corey Taylor, who is a very talented musician yep. and singer, yep. the way it is from I mean, Iowa. Yep. He's a very good singer, and he has a song called it's called Xmas, and uh, it's. I listened to it today because I was kind of in that mood, like, you know, like I'm kind of Christmas out right now at this point. Wow! And it's not even Christmas. You know how you get fed up with some kind of fed up with people. And it's kind of like you know, like you know what? All right, the hell with Christmas. Let's get it over with and get it done with. It's opposite of what you just said. But uh, he has a song, a Christmas song, and it's kind of funny about taking it. Christ out of Christmas. Well, it's not that. It's just like I think that's kind of what I'm picking up. It's kind of like saying. One of the one of the th- parts of the songs goes, "Falala, go f yourself." You know, it's stuff because you get fed up with people this time of year. Somebody's on the naughty list. <laughs> well, I've, yeah, for many years, uh, I don't know if I've ever been on the nice list. Um, but you know, like you're up there Christmas shopping and you're driving around Sioux Falls, and it's just like people are making you mad. Like I'm going to give you a couple minutes like to that. kind of rethink your top five. No, Christmas this is songs. I'm going with it, and I just I just think it's a funny song. So that's my number five. Okay, well, uh, my number four, Santa Baby. Santa Baby. Santa really? Baby by uh, Eartha Kitt. Right. I, I kind of like that song. All right. Santa Baby. All right. I just, well, you know, we better it's, hurry it's up not. And ru- we better hurry up and wrap this up so you can walk up the stairs and start singing, put on your Santa Claus hat and <laughs> singing you get walking out of this place? You know, you know, you know telling don't what come, might happen. Don't but, come uh, a-knocking when this Christmas tree's arriving. That's right. That's right. But uh, I just, you know, I don't even know all the words to that song but i just kind of like the melody of it and uh you know yep. it, it, it's good it's classic it is my number four is rocking around the christmas tree okay i like that one okay you know so my number three redneck 12 days of christmas jeff foxworthy <laughs> that's a class 12 pack of bud 11 <laughs> wrestling tickets 10 copenhagen nine years probation eight table dancers seven god dang it what is it seven God damn it, now I can't. Seven packs of Red Man, yep. six cans of Spam, five flannel oh, sure. shirts. That's why you like that one. Four Big Mud tires, three shotgun shells, two hunting dogs, and some parts to a Mustang GT. <laughs> that's a good song <laughs> that, right there. That one, that's like, that's an under, that's You so forgot underrated. about it. You forgot about People it. People forget about that yeah, one, and yeah, that is a I, great. I'll tell you a, who ain't forgetting about it. Well, I can tell King you. King Dirtbag. Yeah, and I can tell you this much right now. First song that's getting played in PE tomorrow is Jeff Fox. <laughs> you know, God so. dang it, it's fun. They, and they even talk about fishing in there because they right. talk about uh, uh, if your wife doubles uh, fishing lures as earrings <laughs> or something like that. That's a good one. That is a good one right there. Uh, my number three, uh, Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells. Okay. Just regular old Jingle Bells. Yeah, just regular. Well, you know, you got to th- throw the twist in it, you know. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle, Batman yeah. smells. Yeah, all that, Granny you know. got a gun, yeah. shot me in the, and I forgot to. Run. Oh man, we used to have fun with that. Oh one. yeah, see that's that's the great thing about it. You, you everybody has their own remix. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, I'm gonna go Carol of the Bells by the Mormon Tabernacle oh. Choir. Uh, that uh, is is also one of those where you know when they get belting. I mean, I I love a good big old choir like that, and uh, 
Um, Carol of the Bells is a good one. Yep. All, All right. right. Uh, what are we up to? Now, you, this would be your number two. That was just my number two. Okay. My number two? How did we get to... How did... You started off, and how did I... Yeah, so how did I take I, it over? So I've done Hallelujah Chorus, Santa Baby, Redneck 12 Days of Christmas, Carol of the Bells. So now, oh, now you've got to do two. your number two. Oh, that's right. Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Base, oh. but, I mean, it's a staple. Right, it it's is. a staple. And then another one, too. They, you know, there's different... You can add different things to it and stuff like that and make it your own. Yep. Uh, last but not least, number one for me, Christmas Cannon by Trans-Siberian Orchestra. <laughs> Oh man, don't get me started. When it drops man. then that yep. when that beat drops and it's like <laughs> Yep. It's like I played that in P. E. the other Trans Siberian Orchestra. Just they like, just got it going right, on. You want to like, get jacked up with some Christmas music. Kids better watch out. They're gonna get knocked over, they're gonna get hit with dodgeballs. I yep. mean it's, it's No mercy. Yep. When that starts playing, there is no rules. Yep. Uh my number one is Christmas in Hollis by Run DMC. I don't know. I don't even know that you one. You don't know that I one. I don't know that one. Oh, I'm not gosh. hood. En- I'm not hood enough. No, you're, you're not, from man. Minnesota. I'm. I'm from the country. I'm from <laughs> Iowa. You're from Minnesota. A little Christmas too close to Minneapolis. Christmas and Hollis is a great song. I don't know it. I don't know it. But uh, uh, honorable mention for me on that one, "Baby, It's Cold Outside" by Dean Martin. I, I don't think that you could rewrite that uh, that song now because I think that'd probably be like sexual assault I was or say, something like that. Don't they call like that, that yeah. the, like the yeah the sexual predator? Oh, whatever. Song I mean, he was just like trying that. to help her out. It was cold outside <laughs> for Pete's sakes. Like right away, let me you, put a little bit more in that whose drink. Whose mind is dirty? <laughs> yeah. Exactly right. <laughs> right. No, that's not a roofie in the drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. No, I'm not trying to sell you on the black market. <laughs> it's cold outside. <laughs> oh, it's kind of fitting for this week though, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. All so, right. So top was, five ice fishing accessories. Top five fishing ice fishing accessories. Uh, I'll let you start. Number now, this is like we are going off of this, like little things that you have when you're out there ice fishing. That it's just like it's one of those things that you can fish without them. But man, it's like it's nice to have them there. Yep. And it's, and, and we're we're kind of thinking like small, not like high expensive, high right. dollar things. Twenty five dollars so, ish. Yeah. You know, probably the top side. Yep. Um. Number five for me is measuring board. Measuring board, yep, absolutely. You know, you're having that, and especially now with the days of catch and release, or if you want to keep some for the frying pan, it's just like, heaven forbid you keep a bluegill over nine inches or, you know, a crappie over 13 inches or something like that. So, yep. Yep. I mean, and it's just nice. Sometimes also you do catch something big, and you want to, like, oh, I wonder how, like, big it is instead of guesstimating and stuff like that. I mean, there's all kinds of great measuring boards out there measuring sticks out there that something you know a measuring tool for your fish yep um i'm gonna go with the uh strike master 40 volt battery bag oh, i yeah. do not own a strike master 40 volt uh i don't own strike master 40 volt batteries um but what that strike master 40 volt battery bag is is uh it's it's basically the size uh you know you probably fit three four beers in there yep uh, I'm not a drinker. What I put in there is uh, I can fit two or three five amp hour batteries in there, yep. and I can fit a thing of wax worms. Yeah, and uh, that's just it's it's nice. It's small. It's not too big. It's soft sided. So if you don't have anything in it, uh, uh, whatever, it's light. Um, but uh, just just nice to have a small cooler like that. And and I mean, yeah, it's a cooler. 
but uh, technically we're using it to, to keep things warmer. And, uh, you know, the batteries, uh, uh, you know, don't perform super well uh, when it gets super cold. Obviously, you don't want your bait to freeze. And uh, just a, a small little deal like that is just nice to throw in the bottom of your shack, the bottom of your sled, whatever you're fishing out of. And, uh, um, you know, to to keep two batteries and, and some bait uh, from, from freezing solid. And, yep. and uh, oh, yeah. just real simple, small deal. Um, easy to, easy to pack along. And so that, uh, that's my number five. That way, that way it keeps them batteries warm and you can, uh, drill out the lake. Swiss cheese. That's it. right. Cheese it, baby. <laughs> All right. What's your number four? My number four is an ice skimmer. Ice skimmer. Yep. Yeah. I, because I mean, instead of having to reach down in there and scoop out ice or anything like that in the hole, uh, you're hopping around, you can clip it to your bibs, you can attach it to your Gens box or whatever, you know, it's always nice. It's, it's one of those things you don't think about until you need it or, yep. it, you know, or it's, it's inconvenient, not inconvenient, but it's just like, it's not there when you need it. And when you do, yeah. So yep, definitely nope. a nice little ice skimmer. Yep. Um, I've got one of them coming up, but, uh, for my number four, uh, the bait up bait container. Yeah. Um, I do not fish with minnows very often. Um, not very often at all. But uh, when I have, uh, I, th- I believe my brother's got one. I think my buddy Tanner has one. Uh, uh, Blair Top, they might both have one. But uh, these little bait-up deals, uh, for those of you guys that aren't familiar with them, it's about the size of a can of pop. And uh, there's a deal in the middle that actually floats. Well, you you know, you put your, uh, um, you know, a scoop of minnows or whatever, 10, 12, 15 minnows in there, and uh, um you flip it whatever way you want, and that uh, little strainer in the middle actually pulls those minnows out of the water, makes them easy to grab. Uh, you can quick grab one, get a get a hook in it, and uh, you know you put the lid back on, and uh, those fish are free to get back into the water. And uh, just just a neat little contraption, um, you know, kind of one of those deals. And and you know I think a lot of these accessories, um, you know, you look at them and it's like, eh, it's kind of gimmicky. And, uh, you know, a lot of them are kind of gimmicky, but, uh, that is one that, uh, um, that makes if, it, if you that's are, what makes it an accessory. <clears throat> exactly. Exactly. And, uh, I think, uh, if you are a guy that fishes with the minnows quite a bit, uh, I would look into that bait up bait container. Definitely. All right. All right. What you my got number three? three, my number three are the Vexlar rod holders. Those Vexlar l- rod holders. Oh, those yep, little yep. round ones that absolutely that can go into your pro pack or, yep. You know, the shuttle, the you can mount them on the Gens box and stuff like that. Again, it's something that it's like, oh, I don't need those. I can carry my rods in my hand. But, man, when you're hole hopping to have two other rods and you can yep. just slide them right down into those things, uh, I absolutely love mine. So And they don't get in the way. They fold they in. They right. fold in. Yep. That's, uh, yeah, very good. Uh, something I something I overlook. Right. But so. uh, smart. Um, my number three, uh, the Rapala Compact Mega Ice Scoop. And uh, I do not actually even own this, but they're $7.99, I believe, retail. And uh, when I was working down at the uh, Oak Hill Outdoor Show um, here a few weeks ago, I was down there talking to Darren Jones and uh, um, kind of pulled one of those off. And I was like, wow, like, son of a gun. Like, it, it, it folds up really nice. It's small. It feels pretty sturdy. Um, it's got a little, uh, a string like, you know, that you could hook to a lanyard on it. And, uh, um, you know, you, you, you obviously mentioned an ice skimmer and that's, uh, what this is, 
but uh um, a little bit different than uh, the regular one, you know, with the orange scoop and, and just the metal uh, the handle. Um, I don't know. I think I'm going to be getting one of those Rapala Compact Mega Ice Scoops uh, um, just uh, for $7.99. I think uh, the way it folds up and whatnot, I think it'd be a good buy. Yeah, that's no doubt about it. Uh, my number two. My number two is going to be a towel. No one doubt. One that you can clip to your bibs and stuff yep. like that because... There's nothing worse than wet hands this time of year. Yep. So, I mean, and it's going to happen when you're handling fish and everything, and it's nice to, if you're releasing them or if you're keeping them, throw them in the bucket, you got something right there, a nice, like, microfiber one that you can wipe your hands off with, and then it's out of the way. It's, you know, it's just hanging on your bibs right there, and you got dry hands again. Yep. Especially um, if you're going to put them back in the gloves or something like that, because yep. you don't want the inside of your gloves wet, because then Once that useless. starts, you're screwed. <laughs> it's yep. useless then. Yep. Uh, my number two, uh, I will go with the uh, T2 toothpick. Um, easy, I, I mean, under, I don't know what they are, two, three, four dollars. They're like um, five ninety nine or five ninety nine, like whatever. But uh, super cheap, um, and uh, you know, even even when we were out fishing at Lake Bohoya here a couple weeks ago, I took mine off my bibs last year out at Hooked on Hardwater to to give to my boy, and I've never replaced it, and. Uh, um, I've, I've got them hell i probably got them in the pickup that we drive over there you know whatever <laughs> right. I've, I've got them in my glove compartment i've got them in my center console i i guarantee you there's one somewhere here on this podcast table they're, probably they're kinda, m- multiple they're kind of like the pens for ice fish like in the ice fishing world <laughs> like you got pens all over the place yep, yep. and when you don't need it or like when you need it you don't have it with yeah you, you. can't find but it but then all of a sudden you get into the truck you got two of them over here sitting in the console you get home you got a couple of them sitting on the table I mean, you have them everywhere because they are so handy and yep, you can there's use them one, for a while. There's different. one floating around in the bed of your yeah, pickup. There's right. one underneath the passenger seat. Yep. Like, they're all over <laughs> besides when you need them. Yep. But, uh, yeah, T2 toothpick, uh, pretty pretty simple. Uh, I think everyone everyone should own at least and, one. And, and I that's think my you, number one. Yep, that is your number that's one. That's number one because, okay. like you said, it's just something that can clip on there. It's When you're fishing bluegills, I mean, without damaging the fish, I mean – it's designed to not damage your jigs and stuff like that, but it's really designed to, you know, release that fish back there healthy and stuff. Uh, otherwise, because, you know, bluegills have such a small mouth to be reaching Absolutely. in there. And even, like, it works great on pike and walleyes, yeah. too. I mean, yeah. they have different sizes because, I mean, you don't want to be sticking your hand down in there and scraping against teeth and all that. So, yeah, that's that's why they, it is my number one. Yep. Uh, my number one is the... Uh um, I, I personally use a, a clam, the clam scoop shovel, but, uh, really nice to have in your shack, oh, um, yeah, you know, uh, a, a little shovel to, to throw some snow up on your skirting. Uh, you know, if, if you're dealing with wind at all, you know, take some of that slush and pack it around the base of your tub, um, you know, kind of prevent a little bit of blowing away. But, uh, um, that clam one actually folds down and has a pretty small profile, really lightweight, uh, believe it's made of aluminum and, and i was, you know, was going to say i have a i have one that like folds down it's not a clam one and it's like plastic yep and that's nice when it's like the the snow is soft and everything like that but when you get into hard snow that aluminum is where it's nice where it can yep. kind of break that crust a little bit mine doesn't do that real well yep. so i might have to invest in one of those that's a great yeah that's, yeah i think they're 25 bucks 30 right. bucks something like that but uh um you know, just just one of those deals. Uh, once once you buy it, I think you know should be probably good for 
you know, years and years, but uh, yep. um, it's one of those deals that somebody just doesn't really always think about. Right. And, and nobody does until all of a sudden, like you said, you set up a shack and you want to throw some snow around the outside of it and you start doing it or you want to even clear off a spot for your to, to fish and yep. stuff like that. And everybody's like, oh, hey. Can I buy your show? Yeah, hey, can I borrow can your show? Yep. Hey, can I borrow that? Can, you, can I borrow that? So, yeah, that's definitely one of those that, you know, people people definitely forget about. So. Yep. Um, honorable mention, uh, I've got the cold snap cover. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, it, obviously I could live without it, but I'd prefer not to. And, uh, um, you know, it's in that $25, $40, 20 I don't know how the hell much they are, but. Uh, um, they, I think they're like 30 bucks. 30 bucks. And then right now, I think, don't they have a deal going on? I th- yeah, they have a deal going on. Where if you buy one, you get like a free toothpick. So is that right? Yep. Okay. Um, no, but uh, uh, good. You know, one of those deals too. You know, can kind of seem a little gimmicky at first. Like, ah, does that really work as smooth? And uh, you know, it. I'll be honest. When when you start uh, with the cold snap cover, the first few times that you pop it on your auger, you know, it, it's, it's not going to be. It's, it's not like, going to uh, be perfect. Right, right. But once you realize, like, okay, I kind of got to get my blades lined up here. Uh, for me, with a K drill, I know. I kind of got to get the blades lined yep. up and oh pop, pop. And, and you know you right can, in there and you, go one, once you get good at it it's super easy um obviously yeah you can you can do the one with a strap and and they're fine you know they're fine there ain't nothing wrong with them but uh um anytime that's less uh bending over uh you know a little bit more hands-free a little bit uh you know quicker to to get it moving um you know they they hang on good uh, i've gone down the interstate before with the cold snap cover on an auger and Never worried about it all the way right. down, you know, 80 miles an hour across the state of South Dakota. So, uh, um, yeah, whatever, uh, cold snap cover, honorable mention for me. Moving along, top five Christmas movies. Movies. All right, you get to go first. All right, uh, Jingle All the Way for number five. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, for those of you guys that don't know Jingle All the Way, that uh, was with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and uh, he uh, – um, he promised his son to get him the Turbo Man uh, uh, action figure doll or whatever and uh, uh, like promised him like on Christmas Eve and so he gets going trying to find this Turbo Man and they're doing this giveaway and next thing you know Sinbad's involved because he's trying to get a Turbo Man and and uh, just kind of ends up being a feel good you know everyone realizes that uh, you know Maybe there's more to life than the Turbo Man doll, and uh, but uh, cool, cool movie. Uh, back the, when I was a kid, I yeah, loved that movie. Another one of those that ninety six, another one of those that people forget about. And it's, yeah, I ain't forgetting. No, that's a classic. No, nope, nineteen ninety six. That one came out. Matt, you were you were almost, I almost mean, graduated. Yeah, you are graduated high, high school, school, but for me, <laughs> but for me, I was in first grade. <laughs> And, uh, my number five is uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Okay, just the regular old and Rudolph the like, Red-Nosed Reindeer. Like the claymation one on, yep. on TV, yep. like the classic, because I can remember like growing up when that would be on, it's like... Black and white television. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. It, it's Christmas time. Like That's when that's coming <laughs> yep. on. It's like I remember like, when is it coming on? When when is it, when are they airing it? And you watch it. You know, you kind of watch it now and it's kind of creepy. Yep. Some of it is, but I mean... And then Yukon Jack, I mean, when he comes out, it's just, you know, I mean, what other cartoon characters can carry a, a pistol, a pickaxe, and, yep. <laughs> you know, right, right. and shoot the imbobitable snowman, and everybody's yep. like, yeah, <laughs> so, yep. so, yeah, so that was, it's kind of my number five there. Okay. Um, number four for me, uh, the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. That's a good classic and, uh, one. 
Um, that movie there, uh, they, they kill Santa Claus by uh, knocking him off the roof accidentally. Um, Tim Allen puts on the coat and becomes Santa Claus, uh, kind of tries to um, make it so that uh, he's not Santa Claus for a while, but uh, starts gaining weight, starts growing a beard, and uh, um, I don't know, fun fun movie, uh, you know, kind of just gets you in a good Christmas mood, and uh, so that'll be uh, the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. That's my number four. My number four is, I know you've never seen it, we've talked about this before, but Die Hard. Nope, never seen it. And some people are always like, it's not a Christmas movie. I feel like if it's a movie and it's centered around like the holidays, it's kind of the theme of it, it's a Christmas movie If it's got snow in it, it's a Christmas movie? Well, there wasn't, yeah. Not this one didn't have it, but uh, Die Hard is, I always enjoy watching it this time of year. Okay, okay. Uh, My number three, I... I mean, this sets up for number two, but uh, my number three, Home Alone 2. Home Alone, Home Alone 2. 2 yeah. I believe that's Down lost in New York. In New York. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh. oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yep. I, uh, I, I, man, I watched a lot of Home Alones back in the day. Yeah. But uh, Home Alone 2, that's my number three. My number three is Grumpy Old Man. Yeah. Wow. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. The fact that oh, that's not your number one, you you are really setting the stage. You better have a couple of bangers up top. I got a couple classics up there, but okay. you know, Grumpy Old Man is just it's another one of those two that some people might not really consider a Christmas I, I movie. I think it is. Yep. But it you know, it has the Christmas, the holiday family thing, yep. and then on top of it you have ice fishing in there. So I mean, yeah. Yep. No, my number two, like I said, uh, Home Alone 1. Um, I don't think I need to explain uh, Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2. If you haven't seen them, uh, take take uh, take your, your one hand in the other and start smacking the shit out of your face. <laughs> because if you haven't seen those two... I mean, we we can't be friends. Yeah, that, we're not no, friends. We are no done. About yeah, it. it was good knowing you. So. Every, every kid that watched Home Alone always had a plan on how to set up their house oh, absolutely. in case somebody broke in. If somebody would have broken, they would have been dosed. You can't you can't be a kid of the nineties and or the eighties, I should say, the eighties or the nineties. And every time you see a paint can't you can't just like yep. think, think about God, throwing I that off there. <laughs> I want to throw a Tyson straight to it and yep. whack somebody coming up the stairs with it. <laughs> I'm up here and I'm really scared. <laughs> Better come out and get me. Happy I think, Hanukkah Marv. I think my favorite my favorite like quote scene in the whole movie is when they're like, Where did he go? Did he jump out the window? And all of a sudden it's like, Hey, I'm over here, you better come over. I'm gonna call the cops. It's gonna call the cops <laughs> from a tree house. <laughs> what do you mean he's gonna call the cops from a tree house? It's <laughs> calling the cops. Yeah. Oh, uh, what are we at? Number two? Yes. Yeah, your number two. That my was number, my number two. My number two is Christmas Story. You shoot your eye out. I never seen yeah. it. You've never seen that? Nope. I I, just I don't know that I've that seen one of the. I don't know that I've seen any of them on your list so far. Really? Yeah. You've seen Grumpy Old Man. Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. I have. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Christmas Story. You know, with the leg lamp and all that stuff. Yep. It's just a good classic one. I w- I always look forward to that. Again, for me, it always symbolized. Oh, it's. It's, it's Christmas, Christmas time, man. Yep, it's gonna be playing twenty four seven on Christmas Day. I'm gonna be watch. I'll probably watch about five times. So, yep. Yeah, right on. I I, I know that that's classic. I know it is. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people that uh, that love it. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, just not one that I've personally watched. But you know, I'm gonna have a day off. Uh, you know, if I don't get out fishing, maybe I need to. Uh, 
Maybe I need to turn that one on. Maybe watch it with one of the kids. So, oh, whatever. My number one, uh, I think the best Christmas movie of all time, bar none, Elf. Elf. All oh, right. God dang it, I love Elf. You love Elf. All right. Yep. No. I, yeah, for those of you that haven't seen it, Will Ferrell uh, becomes Buddy the Elf, uh, leaves the North Pole to go and find his dad, and this, his this, dad's uh, working in New York City or Chicago or I don't yeah. know where the hell he is, but uh, uh, it's it's a freaking good one. And, and the coolest part about that is, I mean, you can be 45 years old and watch Elf and really like it, or you can be 10 years old and watch Elf and yeah. really like it. Yeah. Like, that's right. just one of those it's movies of those, that, yeah. that, you know, covers everybody. Yeah, it it really is a good one. Uh, yeah, it, and it's kind of like symbolizes Scott Mock and Dune's childhood. It is, yeah, like yeah. taller than everybody yep. else, and like, <laughs> yeah, yep. I mean, cool that cool that you can beat all the elves in basketball, Scott, sitting at your desk, like <laughs> elf knees up over, <laughs> trying to take a bath and at home, and it's just like <laughs> has to get down on his knees to get under the shower head. head. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, my number one is uh, Nash Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I, I figured yeah. you might uh, have that somewhere on your list. Uh, again, have not seen it. You haven't? Uh, no. It's like the most quoted. Like I know. Like, out of all of them, I mean, I quote that one probably the most. And I know. You know, I'm, with Cousin Eddie and all that stuff. Uh, I'm not a. I'm not much of a movie guy. Right. And, and uh, I mean, if we really went down the list of movies that I haven't watched, it'd probably be scary. Oh, I know right. that's a classic. I know it is. But yeah, that's that's what I got. I mean, Home Alone would be right up there too. Yep. I mean, I could yep. easily take Rudolph out of that one and put Home Alone in there, and you know, all the other ones. I mean, and, and it's a great thing. I mean, that's what's fun about these lists. We had some of the same stuff, and we also had yep. stuff that was way different than each other. So honorable mention on movie: Swiss Family Robinson. Oh wow! You ever seen Swiss Family oh, Robinson? Yeah. Yep. You remember it's uh, it's Christmas on Swiss Family Robinson, and I always dreamed of having a big ass tree for for like that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Swiss Family Robinson, uh, my honorable mention. So uh, that's the uh, that's the top five uh, segment of this show. And uh, with that, uh, I think we're gonna roll into the uh, the good news stories brought to you by our good buddies over at the Freedom Brew in Larchwood, Iowa. What do you, do you got? have a pizza review? <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do have a pizza review. I forgot about that. Uh, we will be right back to the good news story. This week's pizza review comes to you, uh, brought to you by uh, Scott Sturman's uh, personal wallet, uh, but Red Baron Brick Oven Crust Meat Trio Pizza. And uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I, I liked the crust. I liked the toppings. It was pretty good all the way across. Um they, they kind of fooled me with that big box. You know, they, right. I see the big box and then I open it up and it's like, well, it wasn't quite as impressive as what I thought. Uh, but uh, right on the rack, you know, that that's how you, that's how you got to do it. If you ain't going to do a pizzazz, I still love a good pizzazz, but um, I'm going to give this one, uh, I'm going to give it a 5.7, 5.7, 5.7. Five, five, um, if, if it would have been a little bit bigger, uh, kind of right in there with the jacks then right in that 5.7 range. Yeah, you know, it's is more expensive than the Jacks. Uh, you know, I I don't know. I probably should have gone a little bit higher with this one. Should have been a six one, but I did five seven and that's what it is. What did I do with the Jacks? Was that about a five seven? I think two? it was like a five seven, something like that. I so. think that that means uh Yeah, that's what it is. It's five seven. That anyway so, you slice it and dice it. They're a little bit more expensive. I got them on sale, but uh 
Um, it's they, not, they, they, they suckered me with that box. Not a date pizza. Kind I mean, you, somewhere you in could between be, somewhere in between the date pizza and a in a bar bar pie. Well, I mean, what this says right here is is uh, it, it, it could be a date pizza. It depends on if you're are you having her around for tonight or are you having her around for you, you right. know you you thinking you you don't give her this pizza and then take her to your mom. Right. It's not a long term pizza. No, it's no. Just, I mean, uh, this is like this is a temporary pizza. It's, <laughs> this is temporary. <laughs> I like you. You're right. good looking, but I can tell that you possibly could go batshit. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so could be a stage a red, five clinger. So you're getting a red bear. Yep. yep All right. Exactly. I like that one. I I don't know. It should have probably been higher. I think it might even still be higher than Jack's. Uh, um, but whatever. I said five seven, and, yep. and I got to stick to it. Um, but uh, um, yeah, that is that is what it is. The red baron. Uh, um, pizza, damn good, damn good. I'd, I'd eat, I'd eat six of them if I could, but, uh, yeah, whatever. Moving along, Freedom Brew, good news story of the week on the 200th episode. And, uh, my, uh, my good news story, uh, this week is going to go right out to the Freedom Brew. They are celebrating. They did celebrate last weekend, one year in existence, um, I remember when I first went over there and talked to Austin and Brianna and they said, Hey, we're getting, uh, we're going to make a little coffee cabin over here. And I was like, well, son of a gun, this could be spectacular. And it was spectacular. They gave away one free donut for every single drink that, uh, that was sold. Um, so, so we went over there, uh, the whole Sturm and fam, fam damily and, uh, uh, in the minivan got us a slew of donuts, a slew of drinks. It was, uh, it was good. I swung in there last night. Did you? Yep. What'd you get? Got me a hot apple cider. Grady, caramel got, apple Grady cider. got the caramel apple cider. Yeah, darn good. I picked one up, picked one up for the wife, surprised Ooh. her out at work, and uh, Easy, dropped, it, dropped it off at, at work for her. And The coffee. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The hot apple cider. Yeah. I got it. The hot apple cider. Okay. So, because when I get up there, there's still, they have, they have so much to choose from. Oh yeah. I mean, yep. it's just like, you can, if, if they don't have it then you i don't know what you're drinking because they they have everything yeah i don't know what i actually even got to tell you the truth i went up to brianna i said i normally get a caramel frappe when it comes to the cold drinks i want myself a hot drink and she said i got you covered from here and, nice uh, i don't know what i got but it was damn good and uh it always is yeah it was fast too it was nope. just you know they got me in and out of there so no awesome you bet mine my good news story is uh I shot a deer on Friday night. You did. Uh, not only that, then Ramrod turned around, and last night he shot himself a doe. So I got mine with with the shotgun with slug tag. Uh, got a second season one this year. That's actually my first Iowa deer with a shotgun. Really? I've shot one with the muzzleloader. I've shot one with the bow. So that was the first one. It's the first deer I shot with a shotgun. Oh, I can't remember the last one I shot. It's been a long, long time since I shot one with a shotgun. Well, I would. I think I was talking to my uncle at work yesterday. Uh, how long has it been since you shot a deer? Six years. Six years. Okay. Yep, six years. And I figured that I was. It's about time that I was going to provide to the Deitch family, you know, venison fun. Hey, you kind of been sucking hind tip. Oh, with... I know I have. <laughs> Luckily, like all my brothers and a lot of the other people that they hunt with, they enjoy deer hunting, but they don't enjoy venison as much. So I'm always able You'll to be swoop that guy in there. for them i'll swoop in there and help them out with all that stuff but uh 
Yeah, and, and you know how it always goes. You you shoot one, and you're standing there looking around, and all of a sudden, here comes the big boy. Yep. <laughs> and yep. that happened. I told you that. I shot it. I walked out there, and I tagged it up, and was waiting for Ramrod to get over there to help me drag it out, do all that stuff. And I'm standing there and look up, and here comes a dandy running around the corner, and I just couldn't help but laugh. It's yep. like, that's how it always goes. Yeah, so. that's life. Yep. But, no, I was happy to... To put my tag around something and uh, got her all butchered up. Even had some of it the other night. So hell yeah, hell yeah, can't go wrong there. You bet. Uh, we got our Sandhills deer uh, down at the Babcock Meat Locker uh, in Alton, I think it yep. is. Yep. Um. So uh, Eric, uh, Eric brought one of his or brought his Iowa deer down there to Babcock, and uh, he, you know, I I helped him pull that son of a gun out of the freaking bottom. Good god what a walk and uh what a drag but uh so he gave me a thing of uh deer sticks and god dang it it feels good to have deer sticks oh, yeah. again yep. I, I did three things i did deer sticks ring bologna and summer sausage and i am freaking jacked up to be getting that yeah there's no doubt i, I was talking to my brother about it a little bit the other day to bring some trimmings into some places to get it done because you know the elder locker doesn't do deer anymore right so you know try to find it's it's hard to go and find something else, but I, there's a lot of God, good I ones out there. So yeah, I love Ellsworth's ring. Oh, excuse me, ring right. bologna and summer sausage. God dang it! But so. uh, yeah, whatever it is, what it is. Uh, but uh, no, uh, we will uh, we will call a uh, an end to episode 200. Um, like Matt and I stated earlier, we cannot thank you guys enough. Uh, um, uh merry it, it, christmas to all you guys that's right i mean it's hopefully everybody gets what they want yep and if you don't uh send whatever you got to us and yeah. uh, we'll 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 give it a once over we take a i take a size uh um uh, 21 foot skeeter bass boat that or even a live <laughs> scope if you don't want to go yeah, that's the, true with that's the, true with the bass boat or anything like that. lithium so, batteries uh, yeah yeah you know so that, if you're looking to get me something late here or scott some you've already got live scope so you know you can get the bass boat yeah whatever whatever whatever. i mean we are the last thing we are is greedy yeah right i mean we'll we'll sacrifice that for you guys yep or a flannel shirt yeah or uh 12 pack of bud 11 wrestling tickets 10 copenhagen nine years four mud four four mud tires four big mud tires tires. three shotgun shells two hunting dogs and some parts to a mustang gt god dang it that's a fun (laughs) song all right guys uh we appreciate every single one of you guys uh we will be back next week uh well we'll see how it goes uh christmas new year's whatever uh we'll we'll try to put something together but uh we got some really cool guests coming down the pipe so uh Um, Thank you guys again. We'll see you next time on episode 201. This is 200. Later.